I like to think of it as a, a car, you know, pretend you're in a car and you see what's in front of you. And the thing that that's in front of you, that's your destination. That's the one thing that you're working toward mm -hmm. right now. And in your rear view mirror and your side mirrors are the things that you can still see. They're still in your periphery. They're still a part of your experience. Mm -hmm. And they're just, they're there. They're not going in, but they're just not for now, for right now. Right. Yeah. Right. So I encourage you to try and get out of the perfectionism. And this is where also some accountability can be really helpful. Mm -hmm. Again, whether it's a coach or whether it's a friend, just, and you can do this with a buddy. It's kind of, it could be a really fun exercise to do with a buddy and to, to vision, you know, to go through all these prompts together. Right. Do right. this next step brainstorm of what are my next steps mm -hmm. and then hold each other accountable and every day or every couple of days ask each other hey like what's your next step hey there i'm ani michalski wellness coach therapist and mom to half a dozen amazing kiddos this podcast is for moms who desperately need a break but refuse to take one you know who you are you have a jam-packed schedule and you're so busy doing everything for everyone else you don't leave any time for you What's up with that? Well, no more. Take off your superwoman cape and learn how to put yourself on your to-do list. This is the Moms Without Capes podcast. Hey there, Moms Without Capes. Today on the podcast, we have with us Jody Freed. Jody is a speaker, a podcaster on the Two Mom Life podcast, an empowerment coach for moms. She is committed to helping mamas reconnect with themselves, reignite their spark, and feel full so that they can embody self-love, give to their children, and simply make the world a better place. In her free time, Jody loves to take walks in nature, make jewelry, or snuggle and read books on the couch with any or all of her four kids. Today, Jody and I will be talking about embracing your vision and getting clear on what it is that you want so that you can take action towards it. Welcome to the show, Jody. Thank you. Thank you so much. This is so great. I'm so excited to get to know your community a little yes. bit. <laughs> well, I'm looking forward to the conversation today. Tell us more about your journey and how you got to be where you are today. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, it really is. Um, it really has been a journey. So I, um, I was born in South Africa, moved to the States when I was 10. And that move, like it really, when I look back on it, has shaped a lot, has shaped a lot of the way that I relate to other people, the way that I re relate to life. But fast forward, and um, I got my start coaching and supporting moms when I was a relatively new mother. I had just had my first kid. And we were, my husband and I were continuing to go skiing and hiking and camping and traveling. And I noticed that a lot of my friends and a lot of my peers had stopped. They stopped <laughs> doing the things that used to fill them up. And over time, I, I was just observing and, and talking and, and there was like this, this spark that dimmed and people would describe it and I would see it. And I wanted to help, I wanted to help. So I started out by helping um, moms figure out how to bring travel and adventure back into their lives. And 
these are, you know, I'm so grateful for our experiences and I see the way that they've helped shape my kids. So, um, so I, I still do that. And over time it's evolved as well into, um, you know, into my really supporting women to get back to themselves a little bit, to get back in touch with what their vision is, what they want, and take the steps toward it. Because I think as moms, and I'll ask you and I'll, I'll ask your listeners, like, when was the last time that somebody asked you, what do you want? And beyond just like, what do you want for breakfast? But really, like, what do you want in life? What do you want out of life? You know? Um, and so it's, yeah, it's really fun and really exciting and um, fills me up, fills me up. That's awesome that you, because a lot of coaches, they come from their own personal experience and like their own struggles. But here, this was something that you saw, like you were able to continue and pursue a path and find happiness and joy in your life. And yet you saw some friends and, and like people that other moms struggling in this. And so from from the start, you were like, let me help you. That's really (laughs) totally. And that's so interesting because I haven't, um, you know, I haven't thought about it in that way in a long time. So yeah, no, that's, that's so true. And everybody deserves to do what they love and they deserve to have experiences and they deserve to not feel depleted and overwhelmed all the time, you know, and it's just in anything in mom life like there's so much overwhelm that comes into it all the time I mean it's like think about you know struggling that struggle to book the appointments that your kids need you know whether it's for doctors and dentists and like then you feel like such a bad mom because they haven't been to the dentist in three years you know and it's like ugh, it just all eats the and guilt eats. all the yes and so, much guilt, so much guilt so much guilt yeah yeah. So I think back um, just with my own kids, because we have like our first two, when you said about you continue to do things like you were camping and you were traveling and doing all of these fun things with your kids. And I immediately thought when our twins who they are 15 now, so we had our kids every three or four years. And it wasn't until our kids, our twins were babies that I remember they were only two, they were born in September and in October we went camping. And I remember everybody thinking we were crazy. Like we had to like really like suit them up. And cause this was like, we went Western Pennsylvania. So we were going like, I think it was maybe, or actually I think it was up the Poconos. I can't even remember. But it was, <laughs> I know it was cold. Wherever we were going, it was really cold. So we got like those, I, don't, I can't even remember what they're called. Like those really warm, like sleeper things. And my yeah. mom was like, you're crazy for taking them camping. And I remember like just the criticism we, we received from think like from trying to pursue something that we enjoyed and that was our third and fourth kid like our first and second I don't think I would have even tried like we are as a culture um almost conditioned to sacrifice our own wants and our own needs yeah or when we become moms like there's so many moms out there that that myself included that we did that like we, we stopped life, like went on hold. And then you get to the point where you're like, what do I like? Yes. Like discovering what hobbies or what interests, like you, you kind of like dim that spark and right. then it's really hard to find it. 
Exactly. And, you know, for me, it's like I kept that adventure alive. Mm -hmm. And there were other areas of my life where that spark went totally dim, you know, and so it's been, you know, it's been a, a process as well. But I think you're exactly right. And that the judgment from other people, it shows up, whether it's taking your kids Mm -hmm. hiking at two months old or in starting a business or, you know, so many aspects of life and motherhood or what you dress your kids in, you know, so having the tools and the confidence to work through that is really where it's at. Right, right. So you talk a lot about vision. And so how does that play into how you help moms? Like where, how do you help them see their vision? And what does vision even have to do with it? Yeah. Yeah. So what does vision have to do with it? Vision has to do with being connected to who you are and really grounding in, um, really giving yourself the time and the space to be. And once you have a vision, once you know what you want, you can take the steps to make it a reality and to up-level your life so to speak. And it doesn't have to be in a huge way, but it's just sometimes like little step after little step after little step. And you can feel like a new person or you can feel totally empowered or inspired or confident just by grounding in to what you want and taking a few steps or a lot of steps to get there. And, and that's baby what I, steps. <laughs> baby steps, totally, totally. But it all compounds. And I think that that's, that's what it's all about. And so, you know, us moms, like life is busy. Life Mm -hmm. is busy. There's always someone to shuttle somewhere, an appointment to go to, a meal to cook, you know, a business to run or work to do, you know, and it's um, very, very easy. Laundry (laughs) pile. (laughs) It's very easy to just get caught up in the daily grind to the point where you don't even spend five minutes with yourself right you know and so the power of visioning the power of envisioning what you want really sets the stage for again that that up level and the increase in confidence and self-love and everything that's going to help you (laughs) make the world a better place yeah and I mean Honestly, Ani, like that's what drives me, like making the world a better place. We all do our part in our little way. And it doesn't mean you have to be a big celebrity to make a small change that really makes a big difference. Right. So how do you, how do you suggest, like, how do we start that? Um, Yeah. Because vision, like I picture, you know, seeing in the mind's eye and like all of those kind of things, like, where do we start if we don't even know what it is that we want? Yeah. Great question. So I'm going to give you a few prompts. And these are the questions that I encourage you, if you're in that place, to answer. And the first time I did this in a really conscious way, I still remember it was a few years ago. And I was feeling really um, disconnected. I sat on my couch with a piece of paper and I made a few, a, a little mind map right? And these were the questions that I answered. And it's so powerful that I'm going to share them with you. So number one question, what do I want? So take a piece of paper and, you know, jot these down. And when you have a a few minutes, go to town. What do I podcast if you need to, you can do it right now. (laughs) Yeah, totally. You can listen and listen. 
What do I want? Why do I want it? What are my priorities? What are my non-negotiables? And what's holding me back? So, so when you look at that first question, what do I want? You just want to like, let your mind go. Don't be holding yourself back. You know, so what I like to do when I start an exercise like this is close my eyes, put one hand on my heart and another hand on my belly and like, just take a deep breath. You could do this. Just take a deep breath in through your nose and out through your mouth and like feel your heart beat and let that remind you that you're here for a reason and you're here to do the things that you want to do. Um, and, and just, there's no wrong answer. So what do I want? then why do I want it? And with this question, I encourage you to keep asking why. So why do I want it? And you jot down the first few things that come to your mind. Look at them and say, okay, why do I want that? And why do I want that? And why do I want that? And it it can be vulnerable. But again, there's no wrong answer and go as deep as you can because the deeper you get, um, the more you'll be able to really, again, see yourself and take action based on that. And sometimes you get the first, you know, the first thing you jot down is the real why. And sometimes you need to dig a little deeper. And this is something that I also, you know, work on with my clients and helping them. Then the next question, what are my priorities? So this is usually one of the more simple questions. What are my priorities? What are the things that are important to me? My family, maybe it's healthy eating, maybe it's going to church on Sundays or synagogue on Saturdays. I don't know, but whatever it is, like, what are your priorities in life? Then what are my non-negotiables? What are the things that, that it's just, it's not an option for you to change. So that could be, you know, some people need to go to sleep by 8 p.m. every night. Like that could be a non-negotiable for somebody. For me, one of my non-negotiables is I will not work on Saturdays because that's my Sabbath. And like, you know, but for for another person, that's not a non-negotiable. So really get in touch with you. And again, no wrong answers. Just be really true to yourself, your non-negotiables. Then what is holding me back? So when you think about this question, very important to just let your mind go and not think about it try to get out of the logical state or the things that you think should be holding you back (laughs) but really and like and again if it helps take do a breathing exercise take a deep breath in and out before you start um you know brainstorming on this but just like really you know stream of consciousness what's holding me back once you have the answers to those questions, then you get to look at them. You get to look at them on your own if you want, or with a friend or with a coach and dig into, okay, like look at all those things that you want and see out of them, you know, what matches most with my priorities and what what of those can fit into my non-negotiables, you know? Right. And, um, and then you have like, you have this map, you have something to move forward from. Right. Um, and, and then I would encourage you to like, you might have one thing on the what do I want list and you might have 10, right? So I would encourage you to, to pick, you know, prioritize, one, pick right. one, yeah, or pick two that really speak to you that you want to drive forward now and 
don't get scared by the fact that there's so many more because you can always go back and you can always do something else later. Right, so you're choosing your destination and now it's just up to to map out that journey, but you've got your destination and that I'm assuming is going to be part of that vision. Exactly. 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 I love that, you know, that thought about it being that destination. Hey, did you know that there's a Facebook group filled with moms without capes? Women who are learning that it's safe to take off the superwoman cape and take care of themselves? There sure is, and we'd love to have you in the group. Moms Without Capes is a free community for moms who feel overwhelmed, stressed out, and exhausted from trying to do it all. Come discover who you are under that cape and give yourself permission to show yourself some love. Search Moms Without Capes when you're in Facebook or follow the link in the show notes of this podcast episode. See you there. So how do you, when you have that destination, when you have that vision, what are you, are you seeing yourself in that vision? Like, how do you bring that vision? Yeah. Yeah. So, so there's the, um, there's like the feeling piece Mm -hmm. and then the logic piece, right. And they're both really important. So you just hit one thing, like the nail on the head. Do you see yourself in that vision? Yes. See yourself in that vision. So close your eyes. If you meditate, meditate, but whatever you do, just try to try to envision yourself kind of having already been there, already been there, there, done that. Okay. Um, get your, get a friend to ask you some questions about, Hey, like, what does it feel like to have completed your first marathon, you know, and like, get into it, role play with yourself. It can be fun and it can be a little bit funny. You can laugh at yourself. That's allowed, (laughs) you know, but just like try and get in state of what would it be like to be there? What would it feel like? And then the more logic piece, you can't just have the feeling without right (laughs) you know without the logic and a lot of times what people don't realize is you can't have you can't make it happen without really envisioning what's on the other side without really being there and getting there so they're both very important then what you're going to do is is take that destination and identify one step one next step to take to get you one step closer so in some cases that's going to be you know writing an email to somebody who is you know has already done it or writing an email to I don't, a friend who has expertise in a certain area right. or um you know so another choosing one of those baby steps like what is the the next best thing you can do or the first thing that you can do exactly closer to that vision yeah and if you if you um and if you're having a hard time coming up with that one step what I recommend is just brainstorming, like all, what are all the things that need to happen? Things that I can think of that need to happen in order for me to get to that point. Right. So like, say you want to be more present with your kids, like what are all the things that need to happen in order to get there? So maybe one of them is, is, you know, I need to disconnect from technology. I need to um, tell my boss that I won't answer emails after 5 PM or after 6 PM. Um, I need to work on my mindset. Like it could be, you know, whatever. Um, And then what, then once you have that brainstorm list, then you dig down into that and just 
choose you know, one. Identify. Yeah. I can one. see a lot of moms, like especially moms that struggle with like perfectionism or and getting caught up or getting stuck in that brainstorming where like where at that point it becomes a bit too overwhelming. Whereas so it sounds like it's really important just to choose one and be open to the idea that you can come back. Um, yes, exactly. Very important to choose one. And again, like nobody's judging you for the one that you pick. And there's nothing that says you can't pick a different one tomorrow. Now I encourage you to pick one and stick with it for a while so that you can see so that you can build traction or develop a habit. Right. Um, but like some people's thing is going to be like, I want to take better care of myself, you know? And so one, so like stick with that for a week, stick with it mm -hmm. for a month and see, you know, brush your teeth more regularly, floss more regularly, you know, do all the things to help you really, you'll see, you'll feel so much better when you start to see these little baby steps compounding right. a bigger difference. Right. But, but you can always go back. And the, I like to think of it as a, a car, you know, pretend you're in a car and you see what's in front of you. And the thing that that's in front of you, that's your destination. That's the one thing that you're working toward mm -hmm. right now. And in your rear view mirror and your side mirrors are the things that you can still see. They're still in your periphery. They're still a part of your experience. Mm -hmm. And they're just, they're there, yeah. they're not going in, <laughs> but they're just not for now, for right now. Right. Yeah. Right. So I encourage you to try and get out of the perfectionism. And this is where also some accountability can be really helpful. Mm -hmm. Again, whether it's a coach or whether it's a friend, just, and you can do this with a buddy. It's kind of, it could be a really fun exercise to do with a buddy and to, to vision, you know, to go through all these prompts together. Right. Do right. this next step brainstorm of what are my next steps. Mm -hmm. and then hold each other accountable. And every day or every couple of days, ask each other, hey, like, what's your next step for right. today? What or did you do today to, to get closer to that destination or that vision that you have for yourself? Exactly. Exactly. Um, because that'll also help you disconnect from that perfectionism, you know? Awesome. Yeah. So it sounds, it sounds like it's a, it's, there's a lot to it, but it definitely sounds doable. Like it sounds like something like that would be a good spot because we often don't know what it is that we want. And so getting to that root or getting to the actual, like putting a name to it is key. It really is key. Like where, you know, cause there's this word, I can't think of the word and you might know the word where like you're moving towards a destination, but you have no idea what that destination is. It's like cobwobble or something. I don't know the word. the word. It's like this word. And it's, you know, and it just kept, it came up, you know, in my mind because this is a clear path. Like, well, it's not even the clear path. It's a clear destination and you know where you're headed but you need to know that you need to have that first and to know what you want, what you need in order to have, you know, the compass. Yeah. And it's really in order to, to, to get the craft, your path forward. It's like the path, the path is there, but there's always in so many things, there's, there are multiple <laughs> paths that you can take, you know, right. so the desk, like you can right. see that destination, but how you get there is really 
up to you. And that's really where the work is. And that's, you know, I mean, the, and every time I talk about this, and when I started doing this myself, I thought it's got to be more complicated because there are five prompts that I gave you, right, right? right? Five questions plus like this next step brainstorm. I'm all about journaling too. So that, that like fits right in there. <laughs> and I'll just add, like, if you're listening to this and you're like, I can't put pen to paper, I don't journal. I always Go think that having there, something though. down on paper, yeah, is nice, but send yourself a voice note or just speak into the mirror and like verbalize these things mm. because that also makes a big difference and kind of permeates into our consciousness but um it feels like it should be more complicated right. <laughs> it feels like it should be more complicated <laughs> and it's not it can be but it's not always more complicated really right. often right it's, so simple you know and the writing part and the visualized part like it really makes it more of a um like bringing more of your senses into it which is you know that's like mindfulness which is self-care in itself so even creating this vision for your future and like what you want and you know whether it is like adventure or being able to be you know fully present with your kids or like whatever this vision is when you start actually bringing that vision to life and putting words to it and writing it down and asking yourself, how do I feel? You know, how do I, how does being fully present with my kids feel? Or how does, you know, climbing Mount Everest feel? Like whatever is on yeah. your bucket list or whatever it is that's on your heart, bringing yeah. all of your, more of your senses into it and actually feeling and experiencing it like you've already done it. Yeah. Sounds like it would be something that would definitely help you get to that <laughs> destination faster and just bring that to life. And I keep thinking dreams don't work unless you do like where you have to create, you have to do the work to get there, but it's so important that you know where you're going and what you, what yeah. it will be like when you get there. Yeah, no, absolutely. And also I think, um, celebrating yourself along the way yes. and recognizing the small wins. I call it, um, celebrate the little tinies. You know, the little, the little tiny things, because again, those also that just like the steps that you take towards something, the celebrations really compound and help build your confidence, yeah. which is so crucial and such a big part of it, you know, like for someone who is where, where one of their goals that they're working on right now is to be more present with the kids, like recognizing one tiny piece of that, for example, like holding your daughter's hand while you're walking down the stairs mm -hmm. or walking down the hallway with her and really like being just yeah. totally present with her in that moment. Right. That is something to celebrate in itself. Right. Or for someone who wants to take better care of themselves, like maybe brushing your teeth twice a day really is a celebration. Maybe it is mm -hmm. something that you have to push yourself to do, you know? Yeah. Um, but these things matter and celebrating yourself matters and yes. helps you also get closer to, to that actualizing that vision. Yep. And, you know, cause we are our worst critic. And so it's important to give yourself that credit and to celebrate those small successes. But your number two question, I think, was about going back to the why, like asking yourself, why is this important? Why do you want to do it? And all this stuff. And that really, you know, because life will happen and things will get off course 
per se. Like, you know, things are going to be tough. There's going to be hard moments where you, you know, ask yourself, is this really, you know, do I really want to do this? Or like, is this really worth it or whatever? But going back to that why, and if you have it in writing, even better, because then you have something to refer to and really getting grounded back into like that, that underlying why, why is this important to me? Yes. Yeah, exactly. And I couldn't agree with you more because there are times where we just get sidetracked or we lose sight. And then, and then, and then at some point you feel like, oh my gosh, I'm missing something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, making sure that you're, so is this something that you recommend, you know, going back to that vision, doing it repeatedly or once you do it, like then you do this brainstorming exercise and then you're like, okay, I'm on to the action steps. What do you, what, what does that process look like? Like, Yeah. Great question. And it's, yeah, it's very individualized. I think it's a type of thing where if, if you do it, if you really get in state, you can do it once and be good for a year, even two, even three. Mm-hmm. And like, you might want to, it's an exercise that you can do not only for your big life vision, but in, in smaller aspects of life as well. So I think, so these prompts, I would say are very handy to have in your back pocket to just, if you're facing a decision or you're facing, um, you know, something next on the horizon like you can always kind of refer back to these these points but when you're talking about your big vision and what you want for some people doing this just once is all you need to like open up yeah (laughs) yeah open up and and let it flow because then you really have what it what you need to create that roadmap right um once but, you realize you know, you're important enough, like that you are, it is okay to continue living and to do things that you enjoy. Exactly. And I would say it's a great exercise to do like anytime you're, if you feel like, you know, you've been on the, on a certain path and something's not sitting well, you're feeling like something's missing. I think this is a great exercise, you know, to do and bring back. And sometimes you might come up with the same answers and sometimes it'll be totally different. Right. So I don't know if that answered your question, yeah. but it really is a very individual thing. Yes. And, um, you know, yeah, sometimes like once is all it takes for several years and other times it's like, okay, you want to keep going back, keep reworking and getting to the core of what you want. For the first 10 years of being a mom, I told myself that I did not have the time to go out with friends or to learn a new hobby. I told myself that my focus now had to be on my children and they were my responsibility and my responsibility alone. I would feel guilty if I did anything fun without my children and husband, and I'd feel resentful since my husband seemed to just come and go without any of the kids even noticing. I, on the other hand, would get bombarded by my kids if I said I was going for a walk alone, so I stopped trying. I stopped making dates with friends, and I stopped knowing who I was. I didn't know how to ask for help and I felt weak and like I wasn't a good mom because I wanted it. I needed help, but I didn't know how to ask. I became a control freak, really, trying to control everything and everyone because if things weren't in order, it reflected on me and my worthiness. I filled my plate. Boy, was I busy. I volunteered. I led groups. I got involved in everything. Looking back, I can see clearly that I was trying to prove my, my worth. But really, it was exhausting, and it led me to feeling like a failure because I just couldn't keep up. 
I fed myself all kinds of lies. I don't have time. I don't need that walk. I can do this alone. I thought that the world was going to fall apart if I did something I enjoyed. And I told myself this for so long, I actually stopped knowing what it was that I even enjoyed. Sad, I know. But can you relate? I felt trapped by my own excuses, but it wasn't until I started recognizing them for what they were that I was able to finally break free from them. I created a guide to help other moms break free from the lies and to start taking care of themselves. It took me 10 years. It definitely doesn't have to take you that long. I'll put the link to this guide in the show notes so that you can grab your copy and be on your way to breaking free from the guilt and start rediscovering who you are under that mom hat. We talk a lot about self-care in the Moms Without Capes group and community. So tell us, how do you, aside from creating visions, what is your favorite way of practicing self-care? Oh my gosh. Um, My favorite way of practicing self-care is feeling good in the way that I dress. Honestly, it's like, and I, listeners, you can't see her, but I, the whole time I've been admiring like your earrings. Oh, really? <laughs> you're so cute. Thank you. Thank like, you. You're really no. pulling this off. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like, you know, there was a point in my motherhood journey where I would just wear, I don't know, I felt kind of, you know, the word schlumpy, like <laughs> I felt kind of schlumpy, almost like sweats in a sweatshirt. Mm-hmm. And at a certain point, I, I noticed that what it was doing to me, like mentally, mental like yeah. I was kind of acting the part. Right, <laughs> and, right. It happens. <laughs> right. And some people are totally opposite where like, you don't, they can dress in sweats and be totally productive and feel totally good. So for me, you yeah. know, I one of the best ways that I practice self-care is by by pulling myself together and, um, you know, dressing in a way that expresses who I am. Yes. And, yeah. um, and, it's, yeah. and, and it shows <laughs> like, like just this conversation. I'm like, this fits. Like, <laughs> well, I love, um, Carol Tuttle is someone who I follow about, you know, style and, okay. um, yeah, look, look her up, look her up. I'm at four. <laughs> And so what book has greatly impacted your life or has contributed to the way you live your life today? Yeah, so a couple. One is Jennifer Sincero's um, I'm a Badass. Yes. I think that's, that's what it's called. I have it on my shelf. You do? Okay, <laughs> yeah. So that, it's just a very affirming book. And so I love, um, you know, referring to it for inspiration. And then I'm actually reading a great book right now called Atomic Habits okay. that my husband got for me. And um, it's amazing. It's mm-hmm. about like how to change habits and adjust. And um, I'm not done with it yet, but I'm really enjoying it's part of those, um, like those baby steps. Cause isn't it like kind of like the tiny habits I have that yes. book too. And I've scrolled through exactly. it and like gotten some ideas and stuff, but I haven't read it cover to cover yet, but I do have it, Yeah, but that's what it seems like that it's like, yeah. just like the tiny exactly. habits. So awesome. So where can listeners find you? So you can find me on Instagram at love adventure moms, my handle on Facebook, on my website, loveadventuremom.com. And I also have a um, 
a little guide that I would love to give to all the listeners. And you can put a link in the show notes if that's okay. Absolutely. It's seven ways to crush overwhelm as a busy mom. So I think um, it's very relevant. Yes. And so anyone who wants to sign up for that will automatically, you know, kind of come into my community. Okay. And I will put all of Jody's information in the show notes. So be sure to go check that out. And thank you, Jody, so much for coming onto the podcast and sharing your wisdom. And it was such a great conversation. Thank you. Thank, thank you so much. The mission of Moms Without Capes is to empower super moms, moms who don't make time for themselves because they are so busy taking care of everyone and everything else. My goal is to help you get comfortable with hanging up your cape. You might be holding on tight to your cape, tying your worth to your to-do list, packing your schedule and running the kids all over town, sacrificing or postponing your own passions, neglecting your health, and at the end of the day, falling into bed exhausted and already worrying about what needs to get done tomorrow. Sound familiar? This was me for about a decade. The guilt, the shame, the resentment, the overwhelm, the exhaustion. I struggled to put myself on my to-do list, and when I did, I was last on the list, and rarely did I feel up to doing anything that would make me feel good. So my health, my mood, and my family suffered because of it. I started with the doing part, because I am an action taker, and so I began implementing small acts of self-care into my days. Being intentional about doing one small thing each day that was just for me. Then I began doing the internal work, the mindset shifts, the self-discovery, and the self-building that helped me truly love myself. Before then, I struggled with low self-esteem, lacked confidence, and was constantly criticizing myself. I had limited boundaries, which led me to saying yes, even when I meant no. I learned how to identify what I wanted and needed and then got good at communicating what I needed and wanted. I started dealing with the perfectionism that ruled my life and I started practicing self-compassion. Maybe you are struggling with many of these same issues and you recognize yourself in what I just shared. If so, I invite you to sign up for a discovery call with me. I get it. I can help you let go of that super mom cape and not only find the woman hiding underneath, but fall in love with her. You do not have to do this alone. I want to help you. In the show notes of today's episode, you will find the link to my calendar. Let's talk about what's going on for you and see if working together would make sense on your journey to discovering and loving yourself. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Moms Without Caves podcast. I'm always up to hearing your ideas for future episodes, so send me a DM and let me know. And if you enjoyed today's episode, it would be awesome if you'd leave me a positive review wherever you're listening to podcasts these days. Until next time, take care of you. You are worth it.